0: So Ryan, the most kind of pertinent question, the theme of our show, what do you feel that we should be learning in school?
1: Like A you're enough, and B that life isn't a test. I feel like in American culture, and I can't speak to you know the deep int- intricacies of other cultures I'm sure it's across many, many many cultures, but we're very much taught that life is a test and that if you don't have the right answer, you're gonna fail the test, and like it'll go on your permanent record. And there's this real bookie man around the concept of failure.
0: You are listening to what we should have learned in school. Today's guest. Is the creator of ideaswithheart.com, also snufflemuffin.com, which I ordered a mug. You've got to check that out for sure. And what actually even brought my attention to our guest today is his column that he has on medium.com. So please, everyone, welcome our virtual audience here, Ryan Weisgerber, to the show. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing
1: well. It's good to be here.
0: Yes, you too. So again, Speaking to the content that you were writing and the personal stories and insights that you've seen in your life, I just, I had to have you on the show. So thank you for playing along. Uh, the first question I have for you is, Ryan, oh, there's crickets. Cut, Looper. <laughs>
1: so I just recently watched the newest uh, documentary about Mr. Rogers. Have you seen that one?
0: I haven't, no. So good. Cool.
1: It's it's so good, but in, in thinking about kind of the theme of this show and kind of mulling over, you know, what is the thing? Like, if there was one thing, what would it be? And I, I the thing that, that really speaks to me, and I have two and they build on each other. Um, I think that Mr. Rogers, though, had it so right with, you know, just his orientation around always making it very clear of, like, I like you just the way you are, mm. which I think that you know, inherent in that is a message that, you know, everybody is enough as they are. And I don't think that that's taught enough by parents or teachers or, and the fact that they're not teaching it themselves, that implies that they didn't learn it either. So it's this multi-generational pattern that's going on of people, you know, just not realizing that. And like, that's such a fundamental it's a fundamental truth and the absence of of awareness of that is such a fundamental void that it's not surprising then that it, it plays out in so many not super excellent ways in the world. And the second part of that is like a, you're enough and B that life isn't a test. I feel like in American culture and I can't speak to, you know, the deep int- intricacies of other cultures. I'm, Sure, it's across many, many, many cultures. But we're very much taught that life is a test and that if you don't have the right answer, you're going to fail the test and like it'll go on your permanent record and there's this real bookie man around the concept of failure. (laughs) I I guess I could say I'm very passionate about failure, not about um, the experience of it, but about the concept of it because I think that it's, it's such, a, it's such a perversion of something very valuable and very innocent, which is a mistake. Like mistakes are such radically powerful seeds for lessons. And too often people get caught up in this idea of, you know, if I don't get the right answer or if I try something, if I start a business and it doesn't work out exactly the way I'm hoping that it does, that's a failure. And there's a lot of there's a lot of re-scripting of that word where it's like people are like fail harder and it becomes this virtue to like, you know, man or woman up and like attack this thing head on as opposed to just kind of dropping that concept. And instead of thinking about, I mean, it's interesting because mechanisms fail like things on a space shuttle that do not perform their intended function in a larger system that, that can fail to do its its job but when that happens <laughs> engineers don't stand there and like insult the little little mechanism and it's like you're a terrible mechanism you did a bad job it's like no it's, it's just an opportunity for looking at it and going okay what didn't work what can be adjusted what can we change and that doesn't happen with a human-centered idea of failure it's like you are a failure it's this definitive declarative permanent thing and it's ugly and it hurts and it's marginalizing. And it's interesting too, because like going back to the the idea of how that starts in school and with children, I feel like, Because we're taught to fear this imaginary boogeyman of failure, it conditions out of children their inherent natural curiosity. And as curiosity gets conditioned out of us, and we start fearing that if we don't get the right answer or we don't do the right thing, something bad is going to happen. So we start, instead of being curious and exploring and experimenting, we start looking around at the environment. It's like, well, What's the safe bet that everybody else is doing? And then we adopt those. And some of them work well, and some of them don't work well at all. And it's interesting too, because there's that whole notion of, of history repeats itself. And history only repeats itself when people keep making the same choices they made previously. So it's like creating this idea that you're not enough unless you get the right answer and do it right, and everything works out the way that you're meaning for it too. And then conditioning in the sphere of failure results in a diminishment of curiosity and open exploration and experimenting which very much creates this situation where people are just you know grabbing it at the tried and true methods that they've seen other people do and recreating the same sort of results and yeah yeah
0: yeah it's so interesting i remember the first time it it occurred to me because I've wanted to sing as long as I can remember. And mm-hmm. I've, i you can watch these periods in my own life where as a child, you don't care about singing in the right note. You don't yeah. care if people like it. I just chased my father around with that video camera and I started belting the National Anthem. You know. <laughs> very, very engaged in life. But there is something about that curiosity, about that piece of, of, of fear then, because I, I did take on the ideology of adults around me that said, well, you know, you have to be lucky to make it. Yeah. So I didn't even attempt it. You know, I, I moved to New York City, but that was because of college, not because I was really kind um, of pursue singing. And, and I, of course, have many folks in my circle that are creative people. But, okay, let's even <laughs> take away creative people. I think creativity is, is, a, is a value within everyone, but people that want to pursue a creative career, but they, they just get so stuck, it's so close to them. Like, I, I remember I was speaking with a gentleman once who was creating a really good living, actually, from his artwork. But what he really wanted to do, his childhood dream, was to be a screenwriter. But he couldn't get past giving his manuscript to other people. It was too close to him. Again, that that rigidness of yeah. being afraid to fail. What if people don't like it? It, it, it was very personal. Yeah. And, and what I've seen, and, and maybe you can share your own experiences, too. Life actually isn't as personal as we... <laughs> as we think that there's that piece there.